live from the Mercedes Superdome. It's WrestleMania wait, 3. Wait, 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 wait. It's not. It's no? Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, the Pontiac Silverdome. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, but we're covering WrestleMania 3. This is But I Didn't Say That podcast. This is Oski with Kevin and Manu. Hello. Um, excuse wait, my wait, mistake. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. This is, not, <laughs> this is not Oski. This is Terry Balea. <laughs> so we are at that episode, like I said, the previous episode, that this is the WrestleMania that changed the wrestling landscape forever. This is what basically brought in the wrestling boom from the... Wrestling was mostly like a regional area. And after this WrestleMania, it became global. And it just blew up everywhere. So this was WrestleMania 3 from the Pontiac Silverdome. It took place on March 29th, 1987. And of course, everyone's going to remember the big match, the main event, which was Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. So <laughs> again... Gonna, you're going to say the dwarf match. Oh, no, no, no. So <laughs> for those that, had, that were old, like me and Oski, we remember this. I remember this was actually... The Hulk Hogan match was the was the reason why I started watching wrestling. That yeah. clip where he body slams Andre. Kevin was in his dad's teenage nutsack somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you still were you still weren't conceived, little man. But again, I was like I was like asking Kevin, you had never seen again a f- the full WrestleMania three, right? Nope, I just saw clips of certain matches. And then you card. and then Oski. Yeah, I remember this. I remember I remember this because. We would watch superstars on Saturdays, and we would watch um, Saturday Night Main Events, and a lot of the promos that were shot, like the challenge to Hogan, were on those shows. Yeah, and that's what got us pumped. And then and I remember we're talking about where in pay- this was like a pay per view where we, you know, well, this we had to beg our our uncles to order because <laughs> yeah. it was like 20, 20 bucks right around there, yeah, right? around like there, 14, 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 20 bucks. Well, yeah. back then, you yeah. Yeah. 20 bucks, man. Damn, dude. Like, you know, 20 bucks back then is not the same 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks back then is like saying like 70 bucks now. Like, yeah. We're talking yeah. about when cheeseburgers at McDonald's were like 30 cents. Fuck. <laughs> and hamburgers were 15 cents. Yeah. It's back in my day. <laughs> I used to ride the bus for a nickel. But yes, this was, this was 1987 where it took place. Uh, like I said... In the previous episode, this was basically after the failure of WrestleMania 2. Vince McMahon was like, hey, fuck this. I'm going to do it big. And if I lose everything, I lost everything. But I know I'm losing it with the biggest bullet I have. So with everyone's, everyone basically telling him no, he still did it. He ran out the biggest venue he could find, which is the Pontiac Silverdome. And he started putting together this card. So again, like I said, this card was main event by Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. But there are other matches in this card that people do recognize or do remember. Most memorably, the Ricky Dragon Steamboat versus Randy Macho Man Savage for the Intercontinental title, which we'll get to. But just overall impression from WrestleMania 2 to WrestleMania 3, Kevin. What, like, what are some of the things you saw like right away that, that caught your eye? You ain't lying, man. Vince McMahon, that fool went... That fool went all in, dude. That fool got some major balls. He went balls deep, right? That fool got some major balls, dude. We're talking about the stadium, which I thought, which for me right now looks way bigger than the Dallas one. Like Dallas doesn't even compare well, it to this. You gotta, one. you gotta picture it because you can't really say that because it's at Dallas. Dallas did look bigger, but there was so much like there was a big stage and everything, so people looked more cramped in together. 
I think. But it was, wouldn't wouldn't this one have like more people like scattered? No, because what well, did you see? Like most people were sitting in the stands. There's a couple. I would say maybe twenty thousand were sitting on the on the floor. Know. But you know what? Comparing it, you have to you have to admit this one's more impressive because we're talking about the you era, saw the, the you time. Saw, yeah, you saw the screens. Like we're talking about people sitting in the nosebleeds. Like <laughs> that's dedication to show up at a WrestleMania where. You know, Without like a fucking video monitor, like yeah, none like, of that shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Look at look. Well, but the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, that huge monitor. So even if you're up on top, well, even even when, room only. But even back then, when you go to live events, they weren't on screens. Like you yeah. had to watch the actual. You had to watch the ring to see what you were going to yeah. see. That that must suck for people who got them. Why? No, I mean we went we went shit. we went to live shows where we sat yeah. like near the nosebleeds. Yeah, I mean, once, to, once you're into it, and if you're a fan, it's, yeah, it's like, like, you no, it's like a, no, it's like going to any sporting yeah. event. Every stadium is built where I never I, sit in a nosebleeds, dog. You're spoiled, man. All right, rich boy. Yeah, All right, spoiled. million dollar man. Yes. Am I gonna start calling you Teddy DiBiase? <laughs> but again, what, what, what are but, some other stuff? All right, so visually, so you can say the ring, mm-hmm. which was. More sturdier, it, bigger. It was, it was and lifted. it was elevated. And it was, yeah, it was elevated. Um, the carts that brought in each wrestler, so they yeah. wouldn't have to walk. Well, you got to remember, this was the first WrestleMania that took place stadiums. in this huge yeah. stadium, so they had to find ways of video. That's the whole thing with the little wrestling rings that everyone oh, I loved. Love, I, I love those rings. Yeah, yeah. but Jeez. like it was just an easier way of getting them there. Because if not, like you can't get under the giant to walk from where the <laughs> where the rope started to where the backstage was. Cause Hulk like, Hogan yeah. did it though. Well, Hulk Hogan is a different type of beast, you know. Yeah, he's a gilded beast. I mean, he looked like he blew up during his, <laughs> during his promo with Mean Gene. That's right. Um, let's see. The celebrities were way better than than the first two WrestleManias. Well, there was only what two celebrities, right? Yeah, but Uker, like the way they Bob interacted Uker with the yeah, their use, their use their was use, a lot better. Uh, yeah. The way they interacted with the commentators yeah. and the wrestlers, yeah. Alice Cooper, way oh, better, Alice Cooper, dude. That's right. No, yeah, and that's... he actually played like along, like yeah. he helped him out a little bit. So well, well, that's I, I what like I'm that saying. Like this was, I think this was. You can tell one and two was a trial, like okay, trial by error, Trash, and then man. part three, boom. This is the this is dude, the Return dude. of the Jedi. Because I mean, here's the thing, wrestling. <laughs> Wrestling has always Empire. had gimmicks, but like I think they cut it way down with all the gimmick, like the boxing match and all the celebrity well, no, I like, think, involvement. I like I think, I think what that's it, what stole took what, away a little what, bit from the wrestling. I think what what partly was was the one and two was you wanted to get people to watch it like whatever it was. Part three was more like okay, we have the shows going on, but this is the niche. We want the people who watch wrestling to watch this WrestleMania. But wouldn't they still have watched it? You still with, know with because the you names still... of Hulk Hogan, right? No, Roddy but no, Piper, but what I'm saying, it's not, they weren't like what he was saying is there's not a gimmick like the main event is not a gimmick match; it's an actual wrestling yeah. match. No, I'm, that's what I'm and saying. It does, like, and, they, can, and, they still would have oh, drawn yeah, no. like people, but see, that's and that's exactly why. Matches. Yeah, but that's why they bring like Roddy Piper. That's why they have Hogan. That's why they yeah, brought but the thing, the thing is, the giant. yeah, the thing is using your talent and having them be the gimmick. Because there, there was gimmick matches, and we'll get to them right now, but there were gimmick matches. Way better, dude. But overall impression, that's what you can tell. Like, this is where you, this is the reason why, after this WrestleMania, people were like, oh, I'm going to watch this again, because they were expecting this yeah. f- to go on. Dude, WrestleMania 4 and 5 takes place in a in an event, like in a venue that's probably like 10,000. So the Are next big... Serious? Yeah, the next... They go from 93 to 10,000. The next big WrestleMania is WrestleMania 6. Wow. 
So just you gotta you gotta take it out. Is that the one in Toronto? WrestleMania Six is the one in Toronto Dude. at the Sky Dome. That was the so, shit. So that so that that so that's what tells you the how the trajectory goes. Mm-hmm. So they've already built it up to the climax of WrestleMania Three. So you're saying it's just gonna go down from no, WrestleMania but what 3. it means is like they've already have that crowd, so they don't really need to go as big anymore like, until they build up somebody else, which is WrestleMania Six. But you're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. So WrestleMania Three, right? But still, there was I would say what like nine to ten matches. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was pretty long, and like. For the most part, most of the matches were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no gimmick matches, no women's match. No, so, but that shit. Well, I don't. I don't think at that time. Uh-huh. At that time, well, at that time there wasn't. They were. They there weren't had even women's matches in the first two manias. Yeah, but during Run and Two, they had promoted a lot of women's wrestling. I think from WrestleMania three to like WrestleMania eleven or twelve, that's the next time you see a women's match at WrestleMania. Because cause the women's division... No, I think Alondra... Is Alondra Blaze? Yeah, I think Alondra Blaze is the one that does it in WrestleMania 12. But yeah, it takes a while. Because they, they, they go away from having the women's wrestle. And they have to a lot more... managers. They have managers, but they'll have like ma- wrestling matches like here and there. But they're not part of the bigger promotion. But yeah, so... WrestleMania 3. We know the two big main matches... Were they any of the other matches that don't really get mentioned that you thought were funny, that you thought were pretty good? The match with King Kong Bundy and the farmer. Okay, so let me set that. <laughs> so let me set that one up. And, hold on. So let me hold that. Friends. So let me set that. So let me set that up right there. I forgot so, his name. So the match he's talking about is basically, it's the feud is King Kong Bundy versus Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim. So Hillbilly, so they set this mixed, they call it mixed tag team, but it's basically the wrestlers and then they get two little people. Dude, this match got to get some shine, dog. It was a good match. The weird thing about this match is because you got to think of it as in the time period. So as they're watching this match, they're just like, oh, this little midget right here. Oh, toss this midget here. Toss that midget. (laughs) (laughs) Different eras, different times. You know, they're little people. So we'll call them little people from... For, for our sake, because we are in a politically correct uh, era. We don't. But it was basically King Kong Bundy and his two uh, tag team partners were Lord Littlebrook and Little Tokyo. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, that's where the names. I thought it was, what did you say, Beaverton? That's, no, no, no. Oh, no. So Hillbilly Jim's partner, his partner was Beaver. <laughs> the, Haiti, the, the Haiti kid who had come out before as Little Mike Tyson in uh, WrestleMania 2. He's the guy that's actually rubbing down Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. Mike, Mr. Yeah. T. Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah. Who did I say? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, this Mr. T. And his tag team partner, Little Beaver, <laughs> which was a Native American character. That's, <laughs> that's my that's boy all, right there. That's all Little Beaver. Say. So basically, this match is the little pre- the little people had to fight the little people, and anytime. King Kong so, Bundy mixed or text, Hillbilly mixed text, Yeah, right. anytime King Kong Bundy tagged in, Hillbilly Jim had to come in. So it's basically a match. It's just to show a little bit more of the little people. King Kong Bundy comes in. <laughs> they start fighting with Hillbilly Jim. And then um, Little, Little Beaver, Beaver. Keeps, keeps Little Beaver keeps coming in like Muhammad Ali in WrestleMania 1. <laughs> like he just keeps interfering in this match. So the ending is basically... Little Beaver hits King Kong Bundy in the corner. I feel good at taking another and, and, King Kong, <laughs> and King Kong Bundy basically just turns around, picks him up, and body slams him. And then he lands an elbow on him. 
<laughs> so they call. So well, they, why did he get disqualified? Because, because he attacked. Mi- it's, mixed a mixed, tag. it's a mixed you tag. You can't wrestle. So he That's some bullshit. So the ref disqualifies him, and then King Kong Bunny's making the big. Oh, I'm gonna make a big splash, and then all the little people come together. And they start blocking him. <laughs> so he would kill them, man. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. No, little Beaver taking it though. Little, little Beaver, Beaver sold it for like. Little Beaver yeah. sold it till the end because you have nobody Jim carrying him. He's like dead and on arrival, you know. <laughs> That was funny. What else? What else? I can tell you one match I hated. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> you already know where I'm going. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. You made me watch this fucking match with Jake the Snake Roberts against the Honky Tonk Man. Well, no. This overrated. You have to say in defense of Honky Tonk Man. Garbage. You are a Honky Tonk Man hater. Overrated, right? fool. Just I'm say not a hater. you're a hater for Honky Tonk Man. He's garbage, fool. He's not. He held the title. For, he held the title for a long time. <laughs> what a joke, fool. He's he's Jerry the King Lawler's cousin. This JBL held the WWE title <laughs> for a long time, fool. He's not garbage. Does, doesn't mean he's he's good. Let's just fool. you. We know us to know that you're a hater of. Uh, I'm not a Honky hater, Tongue man. Fool. Oski, he's a hater of Honky Tongue Man, right? Definitely. So we know. So we know he says he's overrated, but yeah. he never says why. Yeah, exactly. So so that he's so your so your opinion on that match. Even though that match, I guess it was just to set up, give you time to come down. It was a natural break. Yeah. It's basically to give, come down from the Steamboat and Macho That Man, was the we'll 2000 to. women's match. Yeah. <laughs> so so those two matches were the ones you want people to watch, right? Wow. No, hell no. Don't watch the Honky Talk <laughs> that one. Wow. Okay. What about Oski? Any matches that come up without any of the ones he had said? Well, the Macho Man. No, no. Uh, but then we're not not talking. We know about those two matches. We'll talk those okay, about so later. Okay, so those are the main matches. But I'm one of these people where I like the Honk Tong Man against uh, Jake the Snake. I like that match. And it was a dirty finish because at the time, Honk Tong Man was... Trash. No, he was a good he was a good heel. Yeah, like, he was good. Yeah. Other than that, like, just the one... Just because when I was a kid, I was a big, like, Brutus the Barber beefcake mark. Um, I got to say that that match wow. where he comes out and helps um, Roddy Piper, like this was like the beginning of so, that gimmick. So that's the only reason where you see that transition of so, beefcake. So, yeah. So, so let me get. So, so Oski likes jobbers. So let me get. So let me get to that one he just talked about. So the match that you were talk, discussing right now is basically Roddy Roddy Piper, who had said that this was going to be his last wrestling match. Right. At this time, he was getting interest from Hollywood, and he would go on to record. A classic movie for John Bef- Carpenter. Before he they retired, did, yeah, did he already make the movie about the bubblegum shit? No, this is the reason why. He was okay. leaving to make that movie. Yeah. That was a good movie. So it, he basically had this whole thing, Piper's Pit, and adorable Adrian Adonis uh, would come out and always be ragging on him, ragging on him, ragging on him. So at one point, they had this challenge with Jimmy Hart, a hair versus hair match. So Adrian Adonis is putting up his hair against Roddy Piper. So throughout this match, it's basically Piper and Adonis going at it. You know Piper's style. It's pure rough house. Hit you, hit you with a couple of punches. Takes you to the corner. D- I didn't even know this was probably not even a DQ match because he started hitting at some point with the belt, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was no, like at, right at, at the, the beginning. Yeah. He still had his belt on. So at some point. He's sick as shit. <laughs> well, he was a heel. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those I thought, where... And this one, Piper was a face. He was a face, but he was a heel for the longest time, so you're always going to see him. He's going to be one of those, like, um, like Randy Orton type, where 
You he's a heel, he's but a you root for him. Yeah, he's a tweener. You so, root for him. So the ending of the match was basically. Dude, the ending was garbage. Adonis, well, Adonis, Adonis thought he had won the match. Jimmy Hart comes in to celebrate. Brutus Barber Beef, is, he wasn't even the barber, but this is how he created the barber persona. Beefcake comes out. Sucker punches Hart. Then, well, uh, he wakes up Roddy Piper. Yeah. Who so, then Piper so then Piper hits him with a sleeper hold on Adonis. Goes out. Piper wins. He leaves. Why call this hair for his hair match if... That would even get his hair fucking shaved. But the whole point is just having. I their, expected a Donald, uh, Donald Trump, Vince McMahon moment. What the whole point is just you know they have their hair cuts out. So Piper, I, I mean, wanted to see that one. So Beefcake, rag. Beefcake is doing the hair, the whole hair cutting thing. So that makes it Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, and blah blah blah. So, but Horrible Beefcake, barber. but Beefcake had come out <laughs> earlier. Obviously, he would come out with edge clippers. <laughs> so he, so he, so he worked that nappy cuts from barbershop too. Apparently, dog. But you know what? He's I, not part of Calvin's barbershop. It, Apparently, it wasn't until afterwards where I remember. For the longest time, Adonis would come out with like his face covered mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. because he was known as the adorable one, mm-hmm. right? And then like he would come out covered, kind of like the uh, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes with the mask and the. He wouldn't come yeah. out with a mask, but he'd come he up co- like covered, covered up, yeah, and he wouldn't pull it out until he wrestled, yeah. But yeah, but no, but Barbara had come out earlier because he had a match with, uh, with I think the Rougeau brothers, which had. Mm-hmm. The match was whatever, but the whole setup was that's what sets him up from being a heel. Because in WrestleMania one and two, he was a heel. he was a heel, and then this is where he turns. They start turning him into a face, and then he goes on this little run because he's Hogan's best friend. <laughs> and Vince McMahon liked him. Forgot to say quote unquote. Quote. I'm sorry. Quote unquote <laughs> best friend. And this is where where he, he gives him a little trajectory for it. But the cool thing about that match was that introduced um one of the most underrated bad guys that I remember from back in the day, Big Dino Bravo. <laughs> you know who that is, Cam? No clue. So Dino Bravo was like this French-Canadian strongman. That was his this gimmick. Was, um, brutal. No, Bar- remember the guy that came out with, with uh, Valentine with the uh-huh, Canadian uh-huh. flag? That's Dino Bravo. The guy with the blonde uh-huh. hair, ugly face? Yeah, so he's the one that cost him the match. That he actually no he the food that you say got killed by the mafia yeah we'll talk you don't want to talk about that but it's basically he comes into the match he sucker punches one of the Rujos and then that's what makes Valentine win Uh, Beefcake is like what the hell like why are you getting in and then they just leave him in the ring they get on the the little (laughs) ring. But yeah, that, that was a little flashback to WrestleMania one and two, where the celebrities and the managers would celebrate <laughs> with the belts, yeah. and the actual champions were still on the floor. <laughs> and we had talked about that in WrestleMania two, <laughs> where like you keep seeing it, like so why are the refs? Ozzy Osbourne ain't tag team champions. <laughs> Ozzy, I repeat, Ozzy Osbourne and Captain Lou Albano are not tag team champions. But let's get to the the meat and potatoes of WrestleMania three, which was two matches. That basically is the reason why people. The Watch. Killer Bees match. <laughs> hey, don't knock the Killer Bees. But You're it was... just a fan because they wear Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love wearing Nike and I will always wear Nike. That's why you have Adidas shorts, right? <laughs> so the next match was basically... The, main, the two main matches we're going to talk about is the first one, which is basically the WWF Intercontinental title, which was held at this point by Macho Man Randy Savage. And Ricky the Giant Steamboat challenged him to the match. So you saw the video, right? Where it shows you how the story. Uh-huh. So just a little quick, just a little quick recap of the reason why you thought why they were fighting. Cause Macho Man was fucking him up. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yes. That's the way it's No. Right. So the well, whole Macho point, Man right here is Macho, a heel. Yeah, right, Macho so. Man's a heel at this point. So what happened was they were fighting and, and he did the elbow and he crushed his larynx. That's why. And he did the stupid bell to the throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he kept doing it and that fool um, Steamboat got fucking angry, right? Well, Steamboat, they had challenged him at this point. So, so the match was going to WrestleMania and Steamboat at this point also had uh, George the Animal Steel. Yeah, in who, his was, who was Who was his friend and he was on his corner. And that's important because George Animal Steel was... Remember from WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2? He yeah. was the one that fought he's, Macho he's, Man he's and he was still in, obsessed Remember with Remember one of your favorite matches? Hell no. So, the match starts and right away, like, go ahead, Kevin, because you are a newbie to this. So, so, I've only seen clips of this match, but... I've always heard people saying that they always thought this was one of the best matches ever in WrestleMania history. And now I can see why because, I mean, fuck, Macho Man and fucking Steamboat were going back and forth, back and forth. I mean, like, from from only seeing clips of this, like, I thought it was so good. But now, but actually watching the full match, I'm like, fuck, like, dude, like, how do you top that? Yeah. And then, like, fucking Macho Man, I don't know, like... Just watching his promos, I'm like, dude, I wish I wish I was older or younger enough to see him like in his prime. Cause dude. Well that's that's how you know because from WrestleMania four, well this is the build up to him actually winning the title later. But this is where basically it shows you that this guy was like Dude not I always thought by the promo people, he shot with people, Miss Elizabeth people and the celebrity. To, people used to rag because like I you was like, Fuck. But let me tell you something, because people used to rag all, oh, you know, Hulk Hogan where I always thought even when I was younger that Macho Man was the way better wrestler to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Wasn't even <laughs> no close. Shit, Doug. <laughs> but it was just because my Hogan's size. If Hogan didn't exist, it wouldn't be Hulkamania. It'd be like Macho Mania. Put it that way. Like, Macho Man was the guy that was going to be Hulk Hogan, but he beat him to the spot first. Did that fool ever break character? Who? Macho Man? That, he doesn't... What character? That's him. That's yeah, who that's he him. is. Are you serious? Yeah. That's him. Wait yeah. until later when he becomes a commentator and he wanted to still wrestle. He's He, he doesn't let up with that voice. Oh, he doesn't let dude. up with the with that character. Yeah, that's I mean, him. Well, maybe you know, you're not old enough to remember these, but like the Slim Jim commercials... Snap into a oh, okay, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, like, like, like yeah, he never lets uh, up. Yeah. That's so yeah. So that match went 15 minutes, about 15 minutes, a lot of back and forth, some high spots, that but it's more know. of a technical match. Like you see a lot of like arm drags, drop kicks, Dude. stuff like that, and the pacing more than anything. The pacing, like yeah. the bumps, and then you give him enough time to kind so of like last, come back. So it's... the last five minutes is basically they're trying to pin each other. And, and you could tell, I think it's Dave Hebner, one of the Hebners. <laughs> like, he goes down one, two, and he gets up, and he has that face like, oh, shit, again? Like, I don't know if he knew what was going to happen, but you could tell from his face. Like, he was getting, <laughs> he was getting frustrated. So, it basically ends up, I think he's schoolboys, or he gives him a roll-up. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat pins him, one, two, three. He wins the title. And then they had that memorable scene on him holding the title with George the Animal Steel right next to him. This is a great match. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it's a great yeah. match, though. I mean, like, that elbow that Macho Man lands on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, like, ooh. But it's basically, but the whole thing was, if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, and even, look, even with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant being the main event, this is the match most people even yeah. like, so. Yeah, we should have saved it for the main event. No, no, it's the main <laughs> event. <laughs> the main event is whoever has the strap. Yeah. 
And the main event for this one was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Like Gorilla Monsoon. Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like Gorilla, Gorilla Monsoon. Monsoon. <laughs> like Gorilla Monsoon prophet- prophetically declared the irresistible force against the immovable object. This was Hogan in his prime with the whole world pushing him. This is when um, Andre Giant put Hogan over, right? Yeah, basically. Because Andre Giant was still the big dude? No. Hulk Hogan was the big dude. But this is basically... Like a, this, a statement. But it's... it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's uh-huh, exactly. Look, put it this way. This is exactly. like this is like when Under, like when Undertaker let Brock Lesnar pin him at WrestleMania. That's basically what it was. All right. His stamp of approval, like, okay, I don't, I'm not the guy anymore. You are. Because from this point on, Hogan goes to movies... The cartoon, the yeah. rock and roll wrestling cartoon. Yeah. And it just, this is where he takes off. Like when they used to say. Um, Sex videos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Hogan, brother. Wrong Hogan. I think that was Mr. That, America on that. That wasn't Hogan. That was Terry Balea. That was Terry Balea. But, yeah. So this is the match that does it, right? So, again. The ref fucks up the match. Hold though. on. But, again, the progression that you see from. Undertaker, like his decline. Undertaker. I'm sorry. From uh, Under the Giant. Sorry, I. I'm on something. <laughs> I'm on 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 a lot of syrup, you know. <laughs> but basically, the decline of Andre the Giant of like how he's mo- his mobility. I I actually thought from watching this match that that fool is actually moving more in this WrestleMania match than the last two WrestleMania matches. Like, he was actually doing way more spots, way more things in this match with Hogan than the first two that I saw. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I thought he was actually moving more. I think a lot of things. Yeah. Hogan, I think right? They, because I think it became more of a match and less of a gimmick. Because uh, the first WrestleMania was kind of like that, that, yeah, he that would, slam. Like, he would just slam, do slam yeah. shits and then he would just stay in the corner. So, so yeah. do that rope shit yeah. where he fucking so basically, so basically, the match starts off. Hogan starts going at it on Andre. Andre takes it, but then like midway through, Andre starts just to, taking it to Hogan. Hogan does his Hulk up, and it leads to the this like if there was a logo for the WWE like Jerry West, this would be the logo, the body yeah. slam. Well, because it started off with Hogan going. Right for the body slamming, couldn't do it. Yeah. So then he's playing all oh, his injured back, and then after when he, he rolls up, out, when he rolls out and he tries to slam, um, you mean after the round rounded three? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's just, like, so at the beginning of the match. So at the beginning of the match, there's a seg- there's a, there's a little segment where she was fucking Hogan, Hogan goes for the body slam, and Giant basically puts all his weight on him and he lands on him, so he flattens him out. So the ref is counting one, two. It looks like the ref counted three, but then the ref he comes up. Three. The ref comes up and he's like two, and you can tell Andre the Giant's face is like, "Wait, what the hell?" And then he's he's trying to tell him, "Yeah, two. He only counted two, but it did, it did look like he had counted yeah. three. But yeah, but you can't you can't have it end like that. Cause no, come on, it was like two minutes into the yeah. match. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it leads up to the moment. Like I said, this would be the logo, Hogan body slamming Andre. Giving him the leg drop. One, two, three. Hogan walks away from uh, WrestleMania as the WWF champion. And then he just takes off. And that celebration that we all remember. The the giving it up to the fans. Uh, and then he's doing yeah, his, he's, his poses. Little, his little, his little you know all those poses gimmick. that we used to do in front of the mirror? 
kids. We still the, we used to do with the shirts. You mean we still we do? used to do that? I still do. I still do to this day. Those are like my affirmations in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, again, this was it. This is this is the WrestleMania that basically that blew that put wrestling on the map. Dude. Um. Again, just some quick info about it. This WrestleMania, um, like you said, the Savage and Steamboat match has it's been ranked by critics and other wrestlers as probably the greatest match of all time. I don't think they've seen Okada versus Omega, but that's, <laughs> that's a different thing. I, I won't say that. But for its time, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated and you don't Wrestling think, Observer. You don't think it's one of the top five no, matches? No, it is. It is. But it's not It's not the best one. But Pro Wrestling no, Illustrated. Hold on. But Pro Wrestling we Illustrated. We know which is the best one. Come on now. Wrestling Observer Newsletter the basically Vince named it. Melina versus Alicia Fox. <laughs> and basically named it as the, as the 1987 match of the year. So, just simple notes of uh, for WrestleMania. I like doing this. We've done it in other WrestleManias where Kevin kind of guessed. But, so, you already know the attendance, right? So, yeah. the attendance was... 93,173, which made it the largest indoor... Record ever. I want to know the pay per view by Hold on. Hold WrestleMania on. 2 was yeah, that's, lower than yeah. fucking WrestleMania so, 1. To put into perspective, this was the biggest crowd that ever saw anything inside an indoor stadium baseball, football, concerts. This was the biggest. Before this, the record was the Rolling Stones in the Superdome. But this destroyed it. And it, it kept the record until 2010, I believe, which was the NBA All Star game in Dallas. That broke it. That broke. I think that did a hundred thousand. Really? Yeah. Damn. And when what? they, when yeah, when they, when remember when it was in, in uh, Cowboy Stadium? Stadium? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the NBA thing broke it, and then Dallas broke for the wrestling record last year. So did they though? Hmm. Yeah, did no, they right. break it? That's they, they say. Well, because the thing is that they can fit more people. No, the 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 thing was. Which they used to. They did it here too, because people were saying that it's not really ninety three. That it was close to eighty seven. But in rest they're of, counting yeah. all their crew and stuff like that. But yeah. in Dallas last year, it was supposedly the record was 101. But realistically, they were saying it was 94, like 95, 96. So, so it still would have broken, broken it. Okay. Yeah, so it would have still broken it. But like you wanted to know like some of the paper rebuys, right? But we'll get to that. So just ticket sales. So we're talking about 1987. Just the gate? Just the gate itself. This sold close to $1.7 million dollars. <laughs> ticket sales, yeah. Dang. So those tickets were going about ten dollars to between ten to ninety tops a hundred. Are you anyway. fucking serious? Huh? It's crazy. So the front row seats were like what, hundred bucks? Well, how much do the front row seats over here like when like they're at Staples Center? Yeah. So again, this was this was a we're in the infancies of cable. So this was I think the first pay per view. Pay per view. Oh yeah, because the other one was closer. Right? Was yeah. this one like live pay per view? Yeah, this took place on a or Sunday. Or did they tape this first? This was on then... a Sunday, but like if you know pay per view, they'll show you the live event, but then you could still buy it as a as whatever. Mm-hmm. But this also wasn't a closed circuit te- television, so the closed circuit number, uh, it's estimated that it was close to a million people saw it on closed circuit television, and. I don't. They don't have the number, the actual number for pay per views, but it was estimated that several million people had bought the pay per view, and that the pay per view revenue was close to ten million dollars. 
fucking movie. <laughs> I wonder what the numbers would be now. So ten. So what? Yeah. Ten. So it was way more than two, so, right? So say if you put ten. So if you put twenty twenty dollars a head, right? Right. Uh huh. So how much? How many? And the pay per view is ten million. So if carry the one, round it up a lot. <laughs> I like that math. So you're telling you're basically you're basically you're basically saying about five million people about five million people yeah. bought the pay per view. Well, it was worldwide, right? Uh, I don't the the numbers. I don't know if the the close circuit would be worldwide. Pay per view wouldn't. Pay per view would be US. just in the U.S. and Canada, maybe. U.S. and Canada, yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, that's crazy. So now you know why we still have wrestling to this day. Fuck yeah, dog. It was it was a success. Right? Yeah. But see, stuff like this is what helped him. Did Vince like... fire everybody who told him no? No. <laughs> I would have done that shit. Why would you have done that? Because they didn't believe in me, dog. It's not the believing you, but it's like shit. If you're at a job, right? And they're telling you, I'm going to do something fucking crazy. You might not have a job tomorrow, but I'm going to do something yeah. crazy. Do it. Yeah, man. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't want, I want to have a job. <laughs> no, because you got to think how much money they're investing in this. for it, And what if it flops? Mm-hmm. Like XFL, anybody? So, I still have my LA Extreme stuff. That's fine. Right, but like, it, it wasn't the success they had. You don't have your He Hate Me now, sure? <laughs> your He Hate Me jersey? Still got it. Framed. Still got it. Framed. Signed. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that WrestleMania 1 and 2 was a failure, though? No. No, no because WrestleMania the numbers... 1 and 2 were the yeah. reason why I even thought about WrestleMania. Three. Right. Think about it. I Just gave the, you numbers the numbers alone. I gave you the numbers for, for WrestleMania, WrestleMania 1. 1. But WrestleMania 2, like... WrestleMania 2 was a failure because people didn't like what was being shown. Yeah. Not I because think, of the money, Barat. Yeah. I think the format and too many gimmick matches was the yeah. issue with that one. Yeah. So they were fucking even still but it's smarts it, back then. Well, yeah, think about it. Well, yes. <laughs> Dude, before people, the internet, there were zines, there were magazines. Yeah. You would yeah, buy the WWE magazine. No, internet. Yeah. <laughs> no, internet. The what fuck's the internet? <laughs> we're we're like Doctor Strange in the in the part where Mordor gives him a paper. He's like, "What is this? My chakra? No, <laughs> it's the Wi-Fi password. We're not savages." This one. But yes, but again, so WrestleMania four, WrestleMania five. That's the next episode. We're trying to get through WrestleMania th- up until <laughs> WrestleMania thirty three. But if we don't get to it before that date, we'll still continue it. But if anybody's got, excuse me, if anybody's got any hate mail, just send it to Kevin's Twitter, Kevin's Instagram, and blame his ass. This <laughs> to all my Indian followers, I love you guys. This for Kevin and Oski. This is Manu Healy. We're out, bitch. If you enjoyed this episode, visit us on Twitter at bidst underscore podcast or our YouTube channel. But I didn't say that podcast. Or just come to our website, but I didn't say that.com, where we have past episodes and blogs.